You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. If you want to annoy a mum quickly, praise the father of her child for putting on a nappy or getting them to sleep or looking after them for one whole afternoon. For way too long, we've assumed that dads are somehow miraculously gifted when they do what mums do every day. But haven't we moved on? Haven't we evolved? I know lots of dads, my own husband included, who are great co-parents. And yet, there are still lots of families where dads don't seem to be as involved in their families as perhaps the mothers are. The Fathering Project is a charity that aims to inspire fathers to be more engaged with their families. Sean Johns is the head of the New South Wales Division. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, the Fathering Project is a national organisation, am I right? It's everywhere and it's just starting to branch out into New South Wales. That's correct. Why was it founded? Okay, so the founder is... Um, a gentleman by the name of Professor Bruce Robinson. He's he's the leading lung specialist in the country and a, a very respected medical researcher. And if you think about his job as a lung specialist, all of his clients are dying men. And so when a man gets faced with that kind of information, um, he found that almost verbatim, uh, the comment or the statement of those men was, I wish I had spent more time with my kids. And and I guess that really resonated with him. It got to a point where he said, well, I need to actually do something about this. So he started just pretty much a project himself around surveying and interviewing um, fathers and men. And he did that to thousands. And out of that came a lot of the information that uh, has set up the foundation today. And why did you get involved, Sean? Well, it's actually really interesting. I, I have three kids myself, and my son was reaching his teenage years. So he was 15, I think, at the time. And I was sitting around a barbecue with other dads with sons the same age, and we were just having a beer and chatting about the need to lead our boys well um, as they sort of navigate a complex world. And, and that just sparked in me this desire to do probably what most guys do when they, when they get sort of stirred by something. I just went looking for books or resources or stuff that you can get some help with. And I saw a lot of great stuff out there. Um, and a lot of men like me or dads like me actually really interested to know more. So I set this thing, um, this organisation up called Forefathers, which was just to be a conduit of good stuff out there for other dads. And it just actually got some momentum. It actually, it actually worked. And uh, I then came across the Fathering Project. And a long story short, um, I ended up joining them when they wanted to expand into New South Wales, which is how I'm here today. I'm cu- obviously, I'm a woman yes. and I'm, I'm a mother as well. And I know that, you know, even for me, working out who I was as a mother and how to help my mm. ch- my children are still very young, mm. but I would read books, I'd talk to my friends who are mothers, I would go online and engage in online forums. Yeah. But my sense is, and correct me if I'm wrong, my yeah. sense is that men don't do that as much. No. My husband, if I said, oh, you should read this, it's something. Mm. yeah, I'll do what my dad, I'm fine. My dad, look what he did and I know what I'm doing. And he's very confident, he's a good dad, but he doesn't seem to be engaged in what information is out there. I mean, is this part of what the project aims to do, like oh, to speak yeah. in a language that... Uh, absolutely. I think, I think what's interesting is they think that, but then when you get dads together and, and you hear them talk 
uh, or the environment's right. Um, it's not actually the case that they don't want to be able to do that or know more. It's just the fact that they probably don't think that they need it or they uh, or there's much out there or they, know, they don't know where to turn. But once you get them in that environment, man, we can hardly shut them up sometimes. <laughs> and they need it. You know, when, when, you come, when you think about the dad coming out of hospital with, with a child for the first time, um, many changes happen for him as well. So if you think about it, he's, he's tired as well as, as they um, parent their new child. Um, he's probably got a bigger sense of responsibility um, because he's now providing for more than just the two of them. Um, and, he's, and his relationship, um, albeit temporarily maybe, has altered with his wife. So that whole tiredness, that intimacy. So he's actually feeling the whole um, fathering bit as well. Um, and so right from the word go, I think dads um, are all up for some, from, for some help, for some resources, but not necessarily knowing where to go for it or putting their hand up for it. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Sean Johns, who's from the Fathering Project in New South Wales. It is a national program aiming to inspire dads to be more engaged with their families or provide resources they can engage with. Sean, something that I'm constantly fascinated with is that in 2017, it still feels like we have these incredibly static stereotypes of Mm. what a mother does in the family and what a father does in the family. You mentioned there that sense of extra responsibility in terms of being the provider. How much stress does that put on the, in in a heterosexual couple, let's say, but how much stress does that put on that that father figure in that relationship? Maybe they're not getting it from their partner. Maybe it's Mm. just from their mates Mm. or their family. Mm. Is that a real stress? Yeah, I think um, I think the uh, my answer to that question is that they may be feeling the pressure, but they're also feeling that that's their primary role. Still, st- even though our dads or dads today are still um, uh, getting involved, in fact, they're probably going to more activities uh, than their fathers did. Um, however, whether that's um, intentional parenting. Uh, becomes the question. But it's not so much that they may just feel the pressure. I think they are finding it harder to provide. And that's why both parents in the household um, are, are at times, um, or in a lot of cases, working. And so that intentional pairing from both parties has changed dramatically. But I think the danger is that they think that that's okay for now. And they'll parachute back into their kids' lives when they're older, when our kids are forming their values, you know, in the early parts of their life. So the Fathering Project aims uh, to shake them up a bit, to say, no, no, you, you're important now. Um, we often say with the Fathering Project, it's not that mums uh, are not as important, they're just as important, uh, but dads are a lot more variable. And um, dads in uh, a child's life early has a dramatic impact on what we call the big four issues facing our youth today. Um, so those issues that we uh, we highlight is, you know, number one, uh, delinquency and, and loss of moral compass, um, substance abuse, mental health, suicide, depression, anxiety, and educational outcomes. Um, the research is, is profoundly clear that, that a strong father or father figure has a big impact on those issues. Um, so we aim to what we call turn off the tap rather than mop up the water. 
um, on the basis that if a dad is engaged, um, in some cases more than 50% of those issues can be impacted positively uh, because of a strong uh, father role model. I mean, if you go into juvenile justice today, you probably find 90% of those kids won't have a good father figure. Um, and that's just, you know, I guess, one example of, of the impact of, of that role model in their life. Um, so to answer your question in a long way, a <laughs> winded way, um, it's not that they're just providing. It's the fact that they need to be engaged um, and working on, on the priorities that they, they deep down know to be right um, and not think that they'll put it off to later in life. And when it comes to engagement, yeah. what does it look like? Like on a, let's just say a dad has a, a five-year-old and a two-year-old and they work five days a week. Mm. What does engagement for that dad look like? Okay, so right from the word go, it's like there's a radar on the child's head as they develop cognitively. And that radar is pointed at dad. Um, and we ask the question to, our, to the dads that we speak to as, as to why they think that that radar is focused on dad and not mum. And if you think about it, right from the word go, mum's a sure bet. They've already worked out mum. She's, <laughs> she, she's been, um, you know, breastfeeding and, and, and nurturing the child from the word go. And the child very early has, has uh, understood that um, that protection and, and that, um, that care of a mother. And so the, the radar then flings on to dad to say, what does this big guy think of me? And there's core questions that a daughter and a son uh, need to have answered by dad that can go unanswered, you know, for, for years and years and into adulthood. And a lot of those issues facing, you know, midlife crisis and all those things, you know, anecdotally could have something to do with the fact that they haven't got that sense of of identity from a father and um, and so so in those early stages engagement simply means that they're focused on that child you know the child is a gift uh, they spend time and and uh, you know the young boys in the in the wrestle and the and the daughters so we 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 encourage things like dad and dad and child dates uh, only one rule no other adult no other kids um, so that they can spend one-on-one -on -one time in the early stages um, just to show that, that they are special. Um, but as they become you know, closer to adulthood and where my son was when I started, that core question becomes very different. So for the daughter, does dad see beauty in me, you know, inner and external beauty, both, not just one. But to a son, does dad think I can cut it? Does he think I've got what it takes? Um, does he believe in me? Um, and it's not a long bow when they don't have those things to see some of these issues. You know, if a son doesn't feel a sense of self-worth, then a whole heap of those issues can, can pop up. So that question of what engagement looks like, um, you know, changes over time. And so if a, if, a, if a father's just spending time with his son or daughter, you know, taking them to sport, it's not about just taking them to sport, but we're developing the values and, and enforcing the things we see in our kids. So, you know, I saw you shake the hands of those kids at the end of the game, mate. That was fantastic. Uh, rather than, you know, you had a shock and game, son, what's going on? You know, we say that the strongest muscle in a father's body is his tongue. Uh, <laughs> he has the ability to, to lift your son or daughter up or, in the same sense, um, um, you know, crush them. And so my son's now 18, 101 kilos, um, but I still, as his father, 
could crush him with what I with what I say, even though physically he'd absolutely <laughs> <laughs> pulverise me. You'd have no chance. No, that's right. Um, look, there's <clears throat> so much we could talk about, but um, I have a feeling that uh, people might want to go and explore the Fathering Project yeah, sure. and what it does themselves. But I, I guess my final question would be: um, How do you get dads along to your mm. information nights, whatever it is you do? Because I know that. If any other mums listening are like me, <laughs> they've probably suggested a multitude of things yeah. to their partner and they've just gone, oh, she said it, I'm not listening. So how do you suggest that uh, women might get their male partners involved mm. if they're the ones that want to engage? Yeah, it's, it, what you say is exactly right. I think 80% of those that... Um, that register on our camps and so forth are the mum saying, my husband and child need to do this. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's true. Um, our main program is the schools program, um, not because it's educational based, but it's because it's the best access point for us um, to reach fathers. And mums are obviously very um, heavy in, heavily involved in that community. In fact, a lot of the PNCs and PNFs, probably 80, 90% um, mums, which just probably leads to the issue. But but over in WA, there's 120 schools now rolling with what we call the Champion Dads Group or the, the Fathering Project Schools Program. And so what we do is we, in, with, the, with the school, as part of the school's um, uh, PNC uh, process, um, the Fathering Project forms uh, a, a Champion Dads Group. So we look for four to six Champion Dads in each school that are going to be ambassadors and pick up the ball for us. And we run up to four programs with the school and fathers uh, through the course of the year. Um, so two activities without kids and two acti- activities with the kids. And so when we've got the dads alone, social environment um, uh, could be at, even off-site at you know, a local pub with a schnitzel. And then we will roll some of our information and discussion points into that social environment as part of the night. And then the next term may be an activity with the kids. So a couple of examples. Um, uh, one school just had uh, the uh, bingo and banger night um, and 320 dads and kids wow. uh, at the school just doing bingo together and having a great <laughs> night. Another school had two hairdresser mums come in and teach the, the dads how I to plait that. and braid. Oh. Pizzas, mirrors, competitions, um, funny hairstyles granddad's involved um, trying to, to learn how to do their daughter's hair and so that just engages the dads it's got to be social um, and so how wives can encourage us is we want more schools the New South Wales has 36 that we've started uh, we've got a target of 100 within the next 12 months and our aim and vision is to see every school um, and every child with a good father or father figure Mm. That's so exciting. Um, Sean, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. That's Sean Johns from The Fathering Project. And if you'd like more information or you know someone who would be interested, a.k.a. your husband, um, you can head along to our website. It's kindling.com.au and we'll pop the information up there. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.